Hey guys, and welcome to Overflow with Oprah, where we talk about real life struggles we Christians battle and learn how faith can help us navigate through these tough, sometimes difficult situations. I'm your host, Oprah Zeon. Let's begin. Welcome guys to the first episode of Overflow with Oprah. I am so excited you are tuning in. Overflow with Oprah is a podcast where culture meets Christ. I want to use this podcast to dissect the phrase many Christians have heard, be in this world, but not of this world. Also talk about real life situations we Christians struggle with, like love, sex, money, just to name a few, and show you how faith can help each of us navigate through these confusing, sometimes difficult issues. Let's start by breaking this saying down. What does being in this world, but not of it truly mean? Well, wait, before I break this down, I want to express that I am not an ordained minister. However, I have been attending the School of Holy Spirit. I may be late a couple of times, but when I'm there, I am focused. I say all that to say, these are my opinions on things with the help of Holy Spirit. If you have any pressing questions, please consult your religious leaders. Okay, now that the disclaimer is out the way, I want us to begin with 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, which reads, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Now, if you're like me, you're probably wondering, why would the Lord create us, put us in this world, but then tell us not to love the world? I had read an article that made a lot of sense to me. It talked about how a boat is meant to float on top of water. However, if there is a hole in the boat, and the water gets inside of it, the boat will no longer be able to serve its purpose. It would indeed sink. I want you to think of your life as a Christian, as the boat. God created us and placed us on this earth to fulfill his purposes and spread his gospel with our culture. However, the world, which is the water, is trying to get into our boat and make us sink with its ungodly behaviors, morals, attitudes, and values. I want you all to know that it is not God's intention for his children to stay inside and never go outside because that seems to to be the only way not to be of this world. He wants his children to actually go out and make disciples, but not allow the things of the world to infiltrate our spirit. As we know, Satan despises the Lord and all of his creation. So his idea is to take the things that may seem innocent, like entertainment, social media, work, even food, guys, and have these things occupy our lives. Because if our lives are occupied with all of these things, when will we have time to spend with the Lord? Satan has formed the world this way to get God's children's attention off of God. One way we can distinguish if this is of the world, which is Satan's playground or not, is by asking ourselves if it hinders our relationship with Christ. 
And if it does, then it is of the world. And we should definitely rethink doing it or adding it to our lives. Now, as I'm saying this, I want you all to know it is not easy to be in the world, but not of it. However, as children of the Lord, we are able to impact this world without it impacting us. And Christ knew the difficulties that would come with it. So that is why he prayed for us in John chapter 17, verse 15 through 21, as he prayed for the disciples. Um, And the scripture reads, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them, I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. From this prayer alone, we see how much the Lord values us as his children. He not only prayed for our protection, but he dropped some gems on the way to help us overcome the world. Number one, by being in his word so that we know what God's truth is for our lives. When Satan tries to play his tire old games, we will not become confused. If we stay in God's word and we know scripture, when Satan is telling us things that we know are not true, are not right, we can use our word as our weapon by dropping the truth on Satan, right? And then number two, we need to cover ourselves in prayer as well, guys. I encourage you all to put on the full armor of God every morning, which can be found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 20, so that you can stand your ground against the enemy's tactics and schemes, because our battle is not against flesh and blood, guys. It literally is against principalities and rulers of the dark world. Let me tell y'all something about Satan. He is not playing with us. His people pray too, right? We need to be on our guard. We need to ask God to remove the scales from our eyes so we can see exactly what the enemy is trying to do. Again, it could be as simple as food, but imagine how many people get obsessed with the fad diets and and being healthy and losing weight. They spend all that time worried and focused on that, that they don't even pray to God to ask God, like, Lord, what foods should I eat? Should I not eat? Lord, help me to live this healthy lifestyle. Instead, we're, we obsess over it. I don't know about you guys, but Instagram, many of us wake up and that's the first thing we check, even before we thank God for waking us up. We are, Our time, our minds are occupied with these things, and that is what Satan wants. So another way to overcome the world is to make room for God in your life. Spend quality, uninterrupted time with God. Assess those things in your life which are tempting you and bring those things to God so that both of you can discover a game plan. One thing I used to do, guys, when I fell into temptation is I would try to hide from God like I'm Adam or Eve, like, child, God see you, like, you can't hide, right? But the enemy puts shame on us that makes us feel as if we cannot go to our father. But that is a bold face lie. 
No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you did or you've been tempted with, our God forgives. He wants us to come to him so he can help us through these situations. So I encourage you all to be open, vulnerable, and transparent with our father, okay? And lastly, make sure to have accountability partners. When struggling, call on a friend for prayer. If you do not know who to call, send me a DM on Instagram at Oprah Speaks, and I will surely pray with you and for you. And I am not playing, guys. DM me if you ever need prayer or you, whatever, just DM me, okay? And um, I just want to pray for us shortly. Um, If you can, just bow your head and close your eyes. If you're driving, keep your eyes on the road. Um, But let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, have mercy on all of us and save us from these worldly things. Give us the courage to say no to those things that will hinder our time with you and help us to lean into you at all times because we know that you will always be there for us no matter what. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys, thank you for tuning into the first episode of Overflow with Oprah. I play this episode has blessed you and I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you.